What's up, darties? Have you ever wondered how to break into the startup world? Welcome to Behind the Green, where we'll give you the career advice that recruiters and classmates don't want you to know. No fake news. No fluff. Straight facts from, from our, our big, big sisters. sisters. So let's get into it. We have the perfect person to explain it all. We're so amped to present Dartmouth startup mogul, Abby, Abby Joe. Jo. Abby, welcome. What year are you, Abby? I'm currently 21. Yeah, what's your major, or like, what are you studying? What classes are you taking? Yep, uh, so I'm an economics major with a minor in quantitative social science. Um, so I just usually just take classes in the econ or QSS field. So, um, what, um, what was the internship you ever did at Dartmouth? Uh, internship at Dartmouth. I don't believe I got any internships directly from Dartmouth. Um, are you talking about the ones I did while at Dartmouth? Could you like- Oh yeah, what was like the first internship you ever did as a college student? Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Um, the first internship, I actually didn't start with internships. I actually started working at, um, Novak first. That was my freshman year, actually. Funny thing. Um, and then after that, starting, after I left school after my freshman year, I worked at a startup called Best Food Feed. And so that is a software orientated company that's in the restaurant space. And essentially what we do is we help restaurants connect with community members who are bloggers to get free content that's organic. And so that's kind of what I did for a whole year. I didn't really get that opportunity through Dartmouth. Um, that was just from cold calling and cold emailing people in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And that's how I got that first opportunity. After that, um, my opportunity for Passable, which is the company I work for right now, actually came directly from my first internship. So in the same building, there's a company called Passable. I met some people and I ended up getting connected with them. And I've been working with them for almost two years now. So yeah. Um, what do you think like helps you the most? Do you think like the name Dartmouth actually gets you higher up in like the playing field? Mm. I think this is something people realize a lot is just because you go to Dartmouth, that doesn't really have intrinsic value. I think the name of the school will help you get an interview. But then after that, it's really, are you prepared? Do you have skill sets? Are you like, I guess, um, good enough for the opportunity? Um, but you can definitely use the name Dartmouth to get your email through and get on calls with people. I think people don't realize like getting an internship is not as easy as sending a resume, interviewing and getting the job. There may be like steps before that. So for me, example, for example, there was a lot of emailing I did before and then calls to introduce myself and get to know the company as well. Um, and you might do that for small to medium sized, whereas corporate is obviously a little different. Um, but I think the name definitely helped get the call, but I don't think the name helps at all in terms of getting the job itself. Yeah. And would you say like GPA matters when you need to get an internship, specifically um, like what you did? Uh, so specifically in terms of startups, I don't think GPA matters at all. Um, if you go corporate at all or a little bit larger company, I definitely think GPA matters. But when you work for startups, companies aren't really caring about your schoolwork. Um, they care more so if you have realistic skill sets. So for example, I did a lot of sales and marketing after my freshman year. So the skill sets they wanted was like, can you A-B test? Can you do sales funnels? Um, can you handle sales calls? Like that was a lot more important to them than the school classes you take or your GPAs specifically. So I'd say in the startup world, GPA doesn't really necessarily matter. As long as you have past experiences or personal projects you did, such as like a company you started or an app you founded, 
that can kind of show real world skills instead. So if you don't have any like family connections or like the economic field, how do you get like project experience? How do you get like the skills and how do you show to future employers that you have mm-hmm. what they do? Well, economics field's a little different than startup field. Um, for the econ field, I, I have to say, I think it's very family slash network connected. But in terms of startup field, I mean, you can create the opportunity for yourself. So for me, in order to get the experience I needed before I could work for a company, um, I did e-commerce. And so that kind of helped me a lot with sales and marketing and ads. So I started my own uh, online shop for watches and I drop shipped it um, through Alibaba. And so through that, I was able to experience and like practice a lot of sales and marketing ads, sales funnels, um, conversion rates, all that. And essentially, I used that experience in order to get my first internship. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, so right now, like straight up, you're going to graduate um, in this year. So um, what, um, so what c- career or like path? Is that exactly that you're going straight out of college? So I actually do graduate one year later, uh, two terms actually after this year, just because I took that year off. And so I'm graduating in the winter term of next year. Um, But in terms of the path I'm trying to take right after college, it is a little bit up in there, not going to lie. I like I told you, um, I'm working on a startup right now called Amity. And so the hope is before 22 winter, I'm able to get funding for it in terms of angel investing. So that's our current goal in order to build enough traction with users. Um, the field definitely is a little bit uncertain because the end goal is essentially to start your own company, but you can't just quit like a job or come out of college and just start your own company with no funding or money. So realistically, I'll probably be working for the startup I'm at currently and take a full-time position with them while continuing to work on my own company. Uh, so if someone were to want to start their own company, mm-hmm. would you recommend for looking uh, for funds from Dartmouth specifically or from outside yeah. sources? Of so I 100% think you should start at Dartmouth. So Dartmouth has a multitude of opportunities. So every single term you can apply for the Dartmouth pitch. So that's one for the Dolly Lab pitch. And then number two, every single uh, term you can get the Founders Grant, which is about $1,000. And then on top of that, um, you can get into the Tuck Magnuson Incubator, which is the company where my company right now is in. And they provide up to $1,500 of funding for software development to anything else like legal costs. Um, And so there's plenty of funds through the Magnuson Center and Tuck School of Business that you definitely need to start with. Because in order to start a company these days for technology, you probably need about $5,000 to $11,000 to begin. Um, So unless you can finance that personally, there's a lot of different little opportunities, but you're definitely going to have to finance some of it yourself. Oh, wow. And what did you, so I know that you you did a gap year. Mm-hmm. So how was that? It's definitely hard. Um, I don't think everyone takes a gap year in knowing what they want to do. Um, I definitely didn't. But you should at least have some sort of passion or understanding of like what you want to do. So maybe I didn't know which company I was going to work out or what job I would have, but I did know that I wanted to work at a startup and I wanted to kind of figure out more on my career choices. Um, and it was definitely an evolving kind of thing. I started off working, getting paid $300 a week, but I worked like 90 hours a week. So realistically, you have to spe- set like your expectations low of how you're going to get compensated, but understand that the value you're going to get is later on. So for me, that experience when I got 
the gap year working at a company, but I got paid dog shit. Um, I ended up being able to use that experience to get so many more opportunities in the future. So I think your gap year, you should just expect yourself not to really get compensated in monetary aspects, but more so skill sets and learn from other people who are succeeding in the field you want to go into. Um, why did you decide to take a gap year? Like, do you think that put you like in a higher position compared to other students at the mm-hmm. same I think it's a trade-off, completely a trade-off. It depends on what you do during that gap year, um, what you want to go into, especially. I think I was behind in sense, in like people are graduating before me, right? They get to go into their field. It really depends on which field you want to go into. If you're going into my field, I think taking a gap year is not a bad opportunity at all because it really kick-started my own professional career during college. So now I've had three years of experience. Um, coming out of college, which is definitely beneficial, but it's not for everyone. I think it's very stressful. If you take a gap year, you really have to be committed to like doing way more than everyone else because it is true you're putting yourself one year behind everyone else. And so when you get back, you'll definitely feel like you're behind in some ways, but ahead in others. I, I really think, hmm, I think you have to be ready to like work twice as hard if you want to take a gap year. That's my kind of feeling. Oh, okay. And um, um, so what did you, so right now, what, oh yeah, sorry. So a lot of students here that go into finance have to get ready for recruiting. Um, Did you have to do any sort of that for the startup world? Um, It's kind of funny because startup world is a little different from finance in the sense you don't really have that quarterly um, schedule, right? So it's like for finance, every single fall, they start recruiting and you get recruited for the next summer. Um, in the startup world, there is no official way of recruiting. There is no like time period. It's really, you have to, on your own, email some sort of value statement to a CEO or a management person in a startup, get their attention, get a call with them, talk to them. Because startups don't actually have open available positions all the time. They actually have to create them. So a big aspect of startup world is you have to create your own position and then get yourself into the company. So it's like, explain to them what type of value statement or progress you can create for that company and then create that position for yourself and then convince them that you're good enough for it. That's kind of like the recruiting like world of startups, essentially. Um, why did you choose the startup path like compared to like a corporate path? Like, do you think that like working for a startup puts you at more risk in case the startup loses funding mm-hmm. or doesn't get the grants that it's on? I think that's a really good question. Um, when I came to college, I definitely wanted to do corporate finance. But one thing that taking time off really helped me with is you'll find yourself funneled into what's considered normal in society and like what's considered normal in your field and people around you. And you'll never really find what you enjoy. And for me, corporate finance isn't something I particularly enjoy. Although I like stocks and day trading and stuff like that on my own, but it's not something I want to do for my own job. Um, But for me, at least in startups, I really enjoy the process of actually creating the company, launching it and like, generating the revenue directly myself, and then having a high influence on the impact of the direction of the company. And so you have to be very multifaceted and enjoy the stress as well of like directly influencing the success or failure of the company. Because at least at a corporate finance job, you're always gonna get your salary and that's normalized. But for example, my first internship, um, there'd be many periods when my check would be like backlogged for like six weeks because we didn't have revenue and we are going down. And then if I close a big deal, then we come back up. (laughs) So 
I think there's a higher stress level, but at least as long as you're comfortable with it, you have a lot more freedom of what you can actually control and do. So like you create your own opportunities essentially. And what would what would you say your typical day looks like for you mm. as a student and <laughs> as a lawyer? So I think that's a really good question. Um, and I think it'll give insight into people who are interested in starting their own company because it's definitely not easy. So I'll probably wake up at like 6 a.m. Um, and then I'll work on Amity and have meetings until about 9.40 a.m. until 10. And then I'll have class from 10 to 12. And then during that class, I'll probably get a call from my boss at Passable. <laughs> and I'll turn off my camera and take that call. And then I'll usually work for Passable from 12 to 1 or 2 p.m. And then I'll class from 2 to 4. And then I'll work on Amity from 4 to 7. And then I'll exercise, eat dinner. And then at nighttime, I usually have to do Passable school and then Amity work until about like 11 p.m. And then I go to sleep. So it's a pretty packed schedule. Um, do you think that it really matters for like especially like freshmen and sophomores what internships they get over the summer or throughout the year or do you think that there are a lot of students who are going into their junior and senior years having no idea what their job is going to look like for the next summer? I, I think it's really difficult. Um, if you don't get some sort of experience your freshman and sophomore summer, it's hard on you. Not really job related. To be quite honest, like you could have no internship experience freshman, sophomore year and just get a good one for junior or senior year and you'll be fine getting the job you want. But that really places a lot of stress on the individual and student to figure out what they enjoy. So I think you should just kind of throw away your mentality freshman and sophomore year about getting like a tier one internship and care more so about what you're actually doing during that internship and figure out whether you enjoy that field, the topic or the experience itself. And then junior, senior year, you know, focus down on okay, what field am I going to go into? What are the two job opportunities I'm interested in? So like, for example, in the tech space or finance space, maybe you want to go into an analyst position, but specifically you want to do a financial analyst or a tech analyst, and then just look for those opportunities. And it really narrows down what you're doing because people will soon realize when they're doing their internship opportunities, as well as like interviews, they probably have to apply to like 20 plus places right for each position until they get a good number of interviews and then actually get a position available for them um so yeah and would you say that the magnuson center campus ventures has like helped students get into startups or like has it helped you in any um, way um i can't directly speak for myself just because i was a lot more active with them starting my junior year so i didn't really use them because where I lived in Ann Arbor, we had a massive incubator called Spark. Um, and that had like 220 companies in it. And I got most of my opportunities through that. And I got to know the administration and group that ran that program really well. So I didn't really use Magnuson. Although Magnuson does support people who have their own opportunities but need funding. So there's something called the Willie Grant Fund through Magnuson. That's like 2000 to $2,500 um, for one term. If you have an opportunity at a startup and you just want to get paid to do it, you can actually ask Magnuson to finance it. But I haven't really talked to them directly to get an opportunity, but I know that Sarah Morgan um, and Lydia there are really good with connecting you with opportunities available. We hope this inspired you. Go, Go green. green! Subscribe to our channel. See you next episode!